Just a week before the Highland Park shooter was stopped and detained with no injuries, a black man in Akron, Ohio, was fatally shot more than 60 times by police. Jalen Walker was 25 years old, reportedly unarmed, and had no criminal record when he was killed for fleeing a traffic stop. Protesters across the country have rallied over the stark difference in how police treat and interact with people of color. Why would y'all do this? That's all I want to know. That's all we want to know. The last chants you heard there were from a demonstration in downtown Chicago last night. Frank Chapman is the executive director of the National Alliance Against Racist and Political Repression. He was at the Chicago protest, and he joins us now. Welcome back to Reset, Frank. Thank you very much for having me. Your initial thoughts, Frank, when you learned about Jalen Walker's story and about his interaction with police specifically. Well, I I, I hate to say this, but I was not surprised by there being another murder uh, committed by the police because nothing has been done about the past murders by and large. Why weren't you surprised? But I was somewhat shocked that uh, they fired over 100 shots hitting uh, uh, hitting Leyland... Jalen Walker, yeah. Yeah, Leyland Walker, hitting him 60 times. Uh, that, 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 That was shocking. And and, and 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 horrible. Yeah. And I and I watched the, I watched I watched the press conference. I watched the whole entire press conference that they gave there in Akron, Ohio, and that, and and that was uh, that that was bad. It sent out a real bad signal to to, to black communities. You know, uh, all eight of the police officers were put on suspension with pay. Now enough happened in this particular incident to justify firing them and investigating them and going for indictments because there's no rational justification for shooting anybody that many times. Yeah. And they admit, they admitted right at the opposite of, of the press conference that he was unarmed, didn't have a gun. Yeah. And what we're seeing here is, is um, a difference, right? In how police apprehend different suspects, right? This uh, Highland oh, Park no, shooter, no the Highland Park shooter and, and other white armed and highly dangerous mass shooters across the country um, are often apprehended have, peacefully. And who have weapons on them sometimes when, they're, when they are arrested. Correct. Yeah. There's a stark... They, they, they be armed. Stark comparison there. Talk to us about yesterday's protest in Chicago. Who was there? What was it like? Well, uh, it was it was mainly sponsored by the... Uh, by the, the, the National Alliance against Racism and Repression, Operation Rainbow Push, op, Rainbow Push Operation, and uh, Black Lives Matter. There was about 200 people that showed up. It was a very spirited demonstration, and you know we all expressed the same uh, frustration of being uh, tired of these incidents happening over and over again. However, we're not just uh, having demonstrations to be to vent our frustrations. We also want some changes made. You know, I was just hearing where Chauvin is being is being uh, has been prosecuted by the federal government. We need these people there prosecuted by the federal government. Yeah, we need them. That you know, particularly with regard to black folks, over over a hundred years ago, statutes were passed, federal statutes were passed to to protect the civil rights of black people. You know, and 
this is the highest violation of a civil right that you can that you can do is to murder somebody. To murder somebody. So now, uh, based on their skin color, and you know, we just have to say it. It's based on their skin color. You just said it a few a few seconds ago. It's based on their skin color because the same thing. Uh, horrendous crimes committed by white white people with arms and whatnot. Uh, they get totally a different treatment. Yeah. What what else is missing from this conversation, Frank? What do you think people get wrong when we talk about policing and accountability? What do you mean? What's what's missing? Uh, justice is what's missing. Hmm. That's the main ingredient. Yeah. Justice is missing. We're not getting any justice. It's nowhere near justice to give the police who committed the crime suspension, uh, you know, time off with pay. And this happens over and over again. This is this is a, a, a standardized practice. This happens all across the United States when police kill our people. They get suspended with pay. Yeah. It's, like you're, it's like you're rewarding them for, for murdering us. That's the way we look at it. And the other thing is, is the 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 the, the lack of a response that, that 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 indicates that there's even a quest for justice. Hmm. Frank Chapman, like, like like calling the press conference, justifying what you did. That's not you're not even looking for justice here. You're just trying to rationalize and explain a horrible crime that was just committed by people wearing a badge and a uniform. Frank Chapman is the uh, executive director of the National Alliance Against Racist and Political Repression. Thank you so much for joining us, Frank. We appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. So as we consider law enforcement interactions with the public, the Chicago police recently unveiled the department's new foot pursuit policy. Police will no longer be allowed to chase people on foot because they ran away or potentially committed a minor offense. Now, the change comes more than a year after police fatally shot 13-year-old Adam Toledo and 22-year-old Anthony Alvarez during chases. And more recently, the police shooting of a 13-year-old boy in the Austin neighborhood after a suspected carjacking. So joining us now to dig into the revised policy is Alexandra Block, Senior Supervising Attorney for Criminal Legal System and Policing at the ACLU of Illinois. Hi, Alexandra. Hi, thanks for having me. Break it down for us. What are the details of this new foot chase policy? Um, well, the new foot chase policy is a Im- slight improvement, but not a complete improvement um, over uh, the temporary policy that was put in place in May of 2021. Um you know, the ACLU is not really in a position to explain the Chicago police's policy. That's their policy that they adopted. But I can tell you a number of um, areas for improvement that we would still like to see in CPD's policy. Uh, sure, go ahead. Because it sounds like you, you think that this revised policy does not go far enough. Right. Um, let me let me go through a couple of details here before you say that, Alexandra. Officers, uh, they may give chase if they believe a person is committing or is about to commit a felony, a class A misdemeanor such as domestic battery or a serious traffic offense that could risk injuring others, uh, such as drunken driving or street racing. So 
where are the gaps that you see here? Well, let me start with um, the the limitations that you just explained on the types of crimes that or suspected crimes that might justify a foot chase. Uh, there are a lot of very minor petty violations that the policy still allows officers to chase people for, things like shoplifting, retail theft, um, where the benefits of a um, foot chase just uh, don't outweigh the very minor, um, you know, the, the, the uh, benefit of, of catching somebody who might have committed a very minor crime. Uh, because we know these chases often end in tragedy and violence, uh, and they are extremely dangerous to members of the community and to police officers. We think that foot chases should be reserved for only the most serious crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's one problem. The second problem is that the foot pursuit policy still allows police officers to chase people, even if the uh, officers don't have probable cause to believe somebody committed a crime. It allows foot chases on the basis of this lower standard um, called reasonable articulable suspicion, which is not enough evidence to arrest someone. But if an officer doesn't have a basis to arrest someone, they shouldn't be chasing them. And, the, the third issue is that the policy still leaves so much wiggle room and um, leaves so much up to an officer's judgment in the moment mm-hmm. in, under dangerous circumstances. So the, the police department, I would say, gets partial credit for now discouraging foot pursuits in certain really dangerous circumstances, like where... Um, the officers can't can no longer see the person that they're chasing or where uh, two officers get split up and, you know, the officer can't see their partner anymore. Uh, that, that those types of circumstances um, where the lighting is bad, for example, but the policy only discourages foot pursuits in those circumstances. It doesn't prohibit them. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't go far enough. And uh, the final policy, it, it won't official, officially go into effect until all officers have been trained on it, which is likely going to be by the end of this summer. Uh, You mentioned, Alexandra, you know, really this should only be, uh, foot chasing should only happen in the most, you know, serious of crimes. What are the potential problems that you see arising when it's not set up that way? Foot pursuits are inherently dangerous. They they are inherently Deadly. We've seen so many foot pursuits end in tragedy that they really have to be justified by, uh, you know, chasing someone who is um, is is a, has committed or is suspected of committing um, the most serious of crimes because of the inherent dangerousness of chasing someone. Um, when you know police officers are are armed and sort of primed for confrontation, and the other serious risk is that on the more low level offenses, especially, we know that the Chicago Police Department has a history of racial bias and racial profiling, especially when it comes to uh, traffic offenses and uh, low level offenses 
that um, they disproportionately stop and detain black and brown um, pedestrians, motorists, um, people on the street for those types of violations. And when you have, when you allow those types of minor issues to escalate to a foot pursuit, Mm -hmm. you are inherently injecting racial bias into policing. Alexandra, I I want to play a clip of uh, police superintendent David Brown. He's uh, talking about this foot pursuit policy, and uh, it was at a recent news conference. Let's listen. Foot pursuit policies have been part of law enforcement for over a decade now, just because Chicago PD is now implementing a permanent one. The impacts on crime has been studied, and we can look back at foot pursuit policies. It's made officers safer, and it's made the community safer in cities that's implementing this over a decade. So, you know, in 2019, we know a federal consent decree required the CPD to implement a a written foot pursuit policy, but it, of course, didn't happen until now. So I want your reaction to what the superintendent just said and why you think it's taken so long. The process has been slow because genuine reform takes a lot of time. Uh, We wish that the Chicago Police Department had um, done a better job of engaging the community on a number of policies that the consent decree requires. Um, But uh, the process does require community input and community engagement, um, issuing drafts for the public to comment on. And um, so, you know, there's not instantaneous reform under the consent decree because the um, public should have a voice in that reform. Yeah. And and the ACLU did create a coalition that suggested additions to this policy, right? I understand CPD did adopt some of the revisions, that you suggested. Correct. Make that distinction that's, that's for us. That's um, well, the, the 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 Chicago Police Department did adopt a few of our coalition's suggestions. For example, additional supervisory oversight and additional data tracking of all foot pursuits. Um, it deleted a provision in the in the um, draft policy that had come out in February that would have allowed the police department to conduct a foot pursuit um, of anyone in a, uh, would, would an officer deemed a high crime location just because they were running away from the police. And that was a uh, really dangerous policy that uh, didn't make it into the final draft because of a strong pushback by our coalition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I would say they get partial credit for adopting some of the suggestions. It just doesn't go far enough. So we're clear, Alexandra, would the chase of Anthony Alvarez and Adam Toledo have been allowed under this new policy? You know, I, I, I can't I can't turn back time and know what would have happened uh, in those cases, if the policy had had been in effect, um, you know, we we know that the police department should have had a foot pursuit policy a long time ago, and and did not, um, and so it's it's overdue. But we are pleased that the policy is um, finally out 
to the public and officers are being trained on it. And as you said a moment ago, the police department, you think, gets partial credit for for what's been done here. But there are some gaps. There are some things still missing. So what are you going to keep your eye on? We will keep our eye on the the data that the police department needs to keep. They they now have to track all um, foot pursuits and uh, make public reports about um, about the circumstances. And if there are trends that we can observe where um, foot pursuits are either not following the policy that CPD has put in place, mm-hmm. um, or it appears that the policy isn't going far enough because foot pursuits are still ending in violence and tragedy as they have done heartbreakingly often in Chicago in the past years, um, we will be prepared to take further steps within the consent decree process. That is Alexandra Block, Senior Supervising Attorney with the ACLU of Illinois. Thank you so much. Thank you. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.